I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the After the Storm podcast, episode six. And as always, I got to start the episode by saying how grateful and thankful I am for everybody who's been listening, who's giving me feedback, who hasn't listened but plans on listening, who's listened to one episode, two episodes, all five. It doesn't matter. Anyone who's come in here, supported, and let their feelings be known. I appreciate y'all so, so, so much. And I want to make that be clear every single week before we start the show. So today's episode is very music oriented, as a lot of our episodes are, but there's concepts that we need to talk to about today. But before we get into that, I do want to say happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I know I got a couple moms that listen to this show confirmed. And that's pretty cool. Um, just want to say thank you to all of you for what you do, the sacrifices that you make for for all of us, whether you're an older mom or a younger mom, trying to navigate and figure out how to live this crazy life and raise a baby and still have that individuality. Uh, it's a lot to process, a lot to balance, and it's something that we'll get into uh, in the future. We're talking about more, talking about the... Uh, ideas and and the struggles of parenthood um but as i said just want to say thank you to all of you for everything i know i love my mom very dearly as i've mentioned in this podcast before so now that we got that out of the way let's talk about what today's episode is going to be about so anyone who knows me knows that i am a massive kendrick lamar fan and it's been five whole years since that man's last album. But finally, this Friday, we get a new solo album, and I cannot wait. And so in light of that, I've decided to make the theme of today's episode Kendrick Lamar inspired. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be discussing some of the elements that he speaks about in his most recent solo album, damn 2017 now those elements are loyalty pride feel humble lust fear and love all these songs being different songs on the track list all of which are related to the core subject surrounding damn and so today i'm going to take that take the music and the concepts and we're going to dive into all of that so that is going to be fun i can't wait but we have some cleaning to do. It's a huge month for music, as we know. A huge, huge, huge month. Some of the biggest artists in the world are dropping this month. But I'd be remiss if I didn't go over our boy, Bad Bunny, Benito. Now, most of you who listen to this show are fans of Bad Bunny. And if you're not, get with the program. What are we doing? Benito is the one of the inspirations for this show. And... I would be remiss if I did not speak about his album, Un Verano Sin Ti, which is just incredible. It has no business being that good. So let's dive into a little album review, shall we? Now, five years ago, I would have never imagined being such a big fan of this man as I am today. 
let alone sitting here doing a quick little album review on his music but his albums have progressively gotten better in my opinion el ultimo Tor was my previous favorite album and now this one is my favorite album he just keeps getting better and better with time this is the perfect summer album i can picture myself on a beach sunset just vibing with my friends drinking hand dancing the night away it, it just has all those feel-good vibes with the elements of heartbreak and sadness and relationships which we all gobble that shit up anyway so i'm just to just give you a quick little rundown of some of my favorite songs moscow mule being the opener obviously a video has come out for it already it's a great little tropical vibey love song almost it kind of pulls at your heartstrings but you can imagine yourself on vacation with your significant other just having a good time después de la playa i mean i don't think any one of us saw bad Bunny doing merengue that shit blew my mind it's one of those songs that you wish you could go back and hear for the first time i will say as a merengue song it's not the best song but just the fact that he's able to branch out and bring another style of spanish music to his album just goes to show his diversity and how much of a superstar he is that he's able to just do that now and then tracks three and four mi porto bonito and titi me pregunto these two songs are going to be bangers throughout the summer you're going to hear them at every little club bar that you go to anywhere there's any perreo you're going to hear these songs titi me pregunto is oh my god the love that this man has for dominicans i i respect it dominicans are some of the coolest people i've ever met in my life for the, for the, for the most part and this song just has every element of dembo and just it's like two parts it's like the first part is like revenge bad bunny and then the second part is just like that sorrowful you know i wish i could be like fall in love bad bunny there's just so much to to, to capture out of this four minute song so those two songs are incredible uh going on from there another one of my favorites you know so i said so that one took me a little while to get into but another beachy tropical vibe i mean and i feel one that we can all relate to the lyrics at least uh you know even if you don't think you're you're jealous whenever you see someone that you've been into or you know you had something with with somebody new it could take a little bit of time to adjust to it and you know he pulls right at that the the whistling that he does in this song also is just so so catchy and yeah and another beach type song Going from there, La Corriente and Efecto. La Corriente has like that classic reggaeton vibe. It's another song that I think you're going to be hearing all over the clubs and bars this summer. Definitely big time summer vibes. Efecto is another song about love and lust and how you can just end up entranced by somebody and, and just not understanding how you arrived there to begin with. And then we arrive at Party with Raul Alejandro, which I think is going to be the biggest smash hit out of this entire album. It's a bit of a bold take because there's so many options to go with here. But I mean, this song, it's just perfectly balanced. I love the chorus. It gets it makes me want to just get up and dance. I think it's one of the songs I've listened to the most uh, on this album so far. So you're definitely going to be hearing a lot more of that. And then we get into the part of the album that I really, really love. This second half of the album has so much musicality in it. From Ojitos Lindos to uh, Otro Atardecer, uh, Un Coco, Andrea, Me Fui de Vacaciones, Un Verano Sin Ti, Agosto. All these songs just have these different style elements that you never would have imagined out of a guy like Bad Bunny several years ago. But now he's arrived at a point where he can put on uh, you know, lesser known artists, I guess, into the reggaeton community and make non-reggaeton music with them. So it's just, I could go on and on about this album, how great it is. My favorite songs are Ojitos Lindos, Otro Atradecer, Un Coco, Andrea, Party, uh, Yo No Soy Celoso. I, and I think I think you can't go wrong with any of these songs. Uh, the only song I wasn't really feeling was 2016. And I don't know. I, I think it's great. And most of the people that I've talked to seem to agree. I've spoken to a couple people who weren't really feeling it, maybe because they were expecting more of that perreo type of Bad Bunny or that trap Bad Bunny. 
Uh, and that's fair. But I think that if you put yourself in the right setting and your right state of mind, if you're on a beach somewhere, if you're driving at night or just relaxing uh, out on a lawn somewhere, you could definitely find that that vibe that this album is trying to create. So if you're not into it, hey, maybe you're not into it, but give it a couple of listens because, listen, I wouldn't just say this about any album. I know it's easy to say because Bad Bunny is so popular, but you can be popular and still put out shit in music. Believe me, a lot of artists do that. And I think that this guy just continues to get better and better with time. And now I find myself in a position where I feel like I need to go and see his summer uh, stadium tour. So maybe I'll see y'all there. But this album, I, I don't know about a rating. I haven't really thought about a rating. And it's also kind of hard to just rate albums. Um, but as of right now, the way I'm feeling it, I definitely give it at least a 9 out of 10. And maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I don't know. I, I'm really digging this album and, and just the direction that he took it. So if you haven't gone and, and listened to Bad Bunny and you're a fan of this show, please go back and do it. And whatever you think about it, hit me up. Let's discuss it. Uh, I'm a nerd for that kind of stuff. Bad Bunny, Benito, gracias. Thank you, bro. This is a phenomenal album and I cannot wait to listen to it all summer is really setting the tone for what i hope is a great summer for me for you and for all of us Let's flip the script. Kendrick Lamar, a musical genius. I'm not going to sit here and bore you with the details of how I feel about Kendrick and his music. But if you've been around me at all over the past almost a decade now, you know how much I appreciate this man's music and how good I think he is. There's a method to all of his madness and everything that he does has a concept. And he's one of the last true rappers we actually rap about something that matters. And so with the upcoming Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers uh, album released on Friday, I had to make something to show my appreciation for Kendrick's music. And so today I present to you, after the storm, the damn tapes. So today provides me another opportunity to combine music with the elements of our lives that we all deal with at some point in our lives, specifically these late 20s and early 30s. So for those of you that don't know, my name is Eddie, and I'll be your host and guide through the After the Storm podcast. So feel free to sit back, relax, we'll share some laughs, some moments as we enjoy the ride down this path of self-acknowledgement life and of course music loyalty a strong feeling of support or allegiance. The most underrated word in the dictionary. Rarely do I ever hear this word mentioned in conversation. Almost as if it's taboo to be brought up and just this unwritten concept we telepathically arrive at with our loved ones. It seems like this word loyalty is reserved for the relationship between a person and their dog. The truth is that loyalty is hard to define but easy to recognize. There's no true rule book on how to be loyal to someone. 
it's just something that organically happens and you just learn to be loyal to them at this stage in our lives we feel a necessity to be loyal to people we've had in our lives for years and rightfully so but that doesn't mean that there isn't room for error and that you can't trust people you've known for less time sometimes we get loyalty wrong we put trust in the wrong people and pay the price for it but in this process you get to be your true self and stick to your morals even if it's to a fault so yeah it stings when your loyalty is taken advantage of it can be hard to be loyal but those with empathy know the importance of having a clear conscience and feeling like you did the right thing see part of being loyal is being devoted and vulnerable but you should always keep your guard up loyalty also demands consistency those that repeatedly wrong you guiltlessly should have no place in your circle of trust and the hardest thing to forgive someone's disloyalty when we expected much more from them should we forgive them i mean perhaps but i leave that decision up to you and when you see patterns of disloyalty within the person even when it's not directly at you tread lightly for you may be next in line see the hardest aspect i think many struggle to understand is that loyalty is mainly about being true to your morals and sticking to your integrity Sometimes we have to be loyal to people who may not deserve it or appreciate it at all. But it is what it is. And it's something that we all look for in some capacity, right? Without loyalty or the sense of loyalty, it's easy to feel alone and secluded. And as important as it is to be comfortable on your own, we still have the necessity for people to have our back. And nothing hurts as much as laying your trust in someone only to have them stab you in the back. However, loyalty goes deeper than just the relationships you build with others. You owe it to be loyal to yourself. To work and live up to your morals, boundaries, and expectations that you've set for yourself. How can you expect to be fully loyal to others if you're not even loyal to yourself? See, Kendrick says, Tell me who you're loyal to. Is it money? Is it fame? Is it weed? Is it drink? Is your concept of loyalty predicated to your vices? And then Riri says, Is your concept of loyalty predicated to yourself and your loved ones? Well, once you've arrived at your concept of loyalty, you'll have a better understanding of who you are and the values that are going to continue to help you grow. Make sure you're not underestimating the importance and the value of having loyal people around you and being just as loyal to them. Pride. Love's gonna get you killed, but pride's gonna be the death of you. Pride. It's something that we all have too much of or not enough of. Sometimes both. An oxymoron. Pride is what gives us that feeling of being larger than life after accomplishing something important or that sense of satisfaction we feel for sticking to our morals and doing something the right way. Pride allows us to be proud of ourselves and make a big deal out of ourselves, our family name, our work, and those around us. Pride, aside from the basic definition, is even synonymous with the LGBTQ community and promotes the idea of self-affirmation, dignity, equality, and increased visibility of those in that community. It's a word to be proud of and one that gives us the confidence to be proud of ourselves, our individuality, and the community that we come from. But on the flip side, pride can also make you stubborn and unaware. The same invincible feeling that pride can give you can also be your greatest weakness. See, too much pride blocks us from humbling ourselves and seeing the bigger picture and the ramifications of our actions. 
It can stop us from having important conversations and taking risks, thus building anxiety and what-if scenarios within ourselves that build up and tear down our ability to dare and take leaps of faith. Sick venom in men and women overcome with pride. A perfect world is never perfect, only filled with lies. You don't have to lie to be a liar. The silent truths you never share often take the same effect on you that they would if you say them out loud. The difference is you save yourself the guilt or shame of sharing with someone else. But while it eats at you inside, the other person wonders in anxiety, stressing over whether or not you're hiding something from them. Too much pride leads to narcissism and a lack of self-awareness. You appreciate yourself at such a high level that you refuse to acknowledge the path of fire you've left behind and those you've burned along the way. I can't fake humble just cause your ass is insecure. I can't fake humble just cause your ass is insecure. I wonder how many relationships and friendships would have been saved if someone just decided to be honest and put their pride to the side. And while I'm a prideful person myself, I gain nothing from being prideful and not holding myself or others accountable for their actions. Dignity is synonymous with pride and can live inside us regardless of our success or failures. If an attempt to communicate our feelings to our partner falls flat, we might feel sad. We can feel good knowing that we did our best. We can experience the dignity of having reached out to connect or repair an injury to a relationship. And we can experience the dignity of living with integrity regardless of the outcome. So to overcome your own pride, try to be more aware. Try taking yourself less seriously. Ask the right questions and don't let that doubt creep in. Be more open-minded to others. And finally, and this is one that I need to pay attention to as well. Listen, don't talk. But make sure you know when your dignity is being tested. Your pride is a major part of you and your individuality. And never let anyone take that away from you. Find that balance in pride where you're happy and you're proud of yourself, but you're also able to see the elements around you and really take that into perspective. Maybe I wasn't Listen, there's a fine line when it comes to being humble. I think we all need to be humble to ourselves at some point. But being too humble can also lead you down a path towards imposter syndrome, which we've talked about previously on this show. Now, I've always believed that we should make a bigger deal out of ourselves and our accomplishments as long as we don't do it in a way that diminishes others and their accomplishments for no reason whatsoever. If you're a boss and you've got the credentials to show it, act like it. Give yourself your own flowers and pop your champagne before anyone else gets the chance to. My left stroke just went viral. But once again, we're at the fine line between not taking ourselves too seriously and not taking ourselves seriously enough. But being humble was a masterful quality to possess and it creates an aura about you that others can feel comfortable in. Knowing that you're they're equal and that you're not someone who puts themselves on a pedestal looking down at them really makes them feel welcome. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. So humility allows you to see when you're wrong and holds you accountable. It shows you that you still have more to learn and gives you the desire to do so. You don't take constructive criticism personally and you're able to work on yourself and grow with an open mind. See, if you're too brash, you'll struggle to be patient with others and you'll start to only relate to certain people or crowds or people with certain qualities and accomplishments. You'll start to turn yourself into an elitist. But guess what? It's a hierarchy chain. Someone is going to look down on you the same way that you look down on others. There's always going to be a bigger fish in the sea. So it's up to you to find that balance and humility. Be able to say, I am that good or I deserve this, knowing that you worked your ass out to be able to say it and mean it. 
but do it with the intent to show pride in yourself and not with the intent of shitting on other people at the same time. Now, the more in tune you are with your humility, the likelier you are to live in the moment and gain the perspective necessary to lead you down a path of self-awareness and rightful pride. But on the flip side, a lack of humility can also come from having an unsupportive support system that makes you feel the need to overcompensate and exaggerate your accomplishments and feelings. If no one around you seems to care about what you do, you're going to end up having to overcompensate and make that bigger deal. So whoever you are, make sure you're giving those around you their flowers and their champagne. Celebrate their accomplishments with them to know that they're cared for, that they're loved, and that these accomplishments mean something. And then they will reciprocate and do the same for you. this may be my favorite song on this album my favorite concept on this album lust that innate human sensation we all feel at one point or another at times it's difficult to fend off and if we fail it can lead us down a path of bad decisions and questionable judgment typically connotated to a strong sexual desire but a lust for life and the vices it inhabits can just as easily take on a definition lust is the sought after evil sister of love and when we follow our ambition of lust we end up losing ourselves lust can lead you down a path of destruction emotionally damaging those that fall under your trap don't confuse lust with love for you may end up being the foundation of someone's long-term trauma and that's a burden that not many people are willing to take on. Too close to this is an insatiable desire that overcomes us and often blinds us to the realities of the situation at hand. Kendrick perfectly paints the picture of someone struggling with their lust for another saying Let me eliminating literally all thoughts of subtlety see relationships fail for a number of reasons but lust is a prominent culprit let's face it most of us have had a, or at least tried to have our quote-unquote hoe phase and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with exploring that side of yourself and making the most out of your dating life while single but when lust trickles into dating and love it sets us up for disaster and failure. See, lust ties in with pride and the way you define it. Pride being a mentality based on your moral construct and beliefs. Lust fighting to deter you away from it. So stop tempting yourself and avoid these vices that lead you down the path of lust. If you know it's something you can't afford to fall into. Whether it's drugs, alcohol, a setting, social media, all these things can be avoided if you know you're struggling to keep it together set boundaries keep yourself busy identify your triggers and talk to the right people if you're feeling overwhelmed and although lust has that negative connotation you can just as easily flip the narrative and find a lust for life or a lust for desires that will help you going forward something came over me way too hard to simmer down might as well over too 
relatable of all these concepts i said loyalty was the most underrated word in the dictionary but feel might be right up there every day we feel regardless of whether it was a great day or the worst day you've ever had at some point every single day you feel something even the feeling of feeling empty is still caused by the feeling of becoming numb due to triggers and traumas you've faced along the way at some point, you might arrive at a point where you're afraid to feel it all. I feel like a chip on my shoulders. I feel like I'm losing my focus. I feel like I'm losing my patience. I feel like my thoughts in the basement feel like I feel like you're miseducated. Feel like I don't want to be bothered. I feel like you may be the problem. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. Fuck the world. The world is ending. I'm done pretending and fuck you if you get offended. Perhaps you exaggerate your emotions one way or the other and don't know how to balance them into socially acceptable forms. When we don't want to feel, we turn to those vices that take us away for a little while. But that feeling of feeling nothing can become addicting, especially to someone who's gone through too much. And we then risk getting stuck and becoming dependent on those vices to make them feel numb. That's addiction. See, Kendrick repeats the line, Ain't nobody praying for me throughout this song hollering the fear that no one feels for him and his struggles and that he's all alone with these thoughts, these feelings. If you ever arrive at a point where you're tired of feeling what you're feeling, do those things that ground you and make you feel like you. See, we tend to highlight the negativities that we go through more so than the positives. One in negative situation will almost always outweigh five great ones, even more. And that clouds your judgment and makes you feel some type of way. But the truth is, without feeling, what is it to drive us forward? Feel is the foundation for every other word we're covering today. You feel pride. You feel love. You feel lust. You feel fear. You feel humble. You feel loyal. You can't escape feeling. You can only try to escape the feelings you're no longer welcoming in. So regardless of your traumas, what you've been through, how much you've been hurt, and the ideas you've built up in your head that you're now afraid of, you cannot be afraid to feel and you deserve to be able to express what you feel to the people that need to know. I feel like it's just me, look. I feel like I can't breathe, look. I feel like I can't sleep, look. I feel heartless, often, often. Feeling the falling, I'm falling apart with darkest hours lost in. Feeling the void of being employed with balling. Streets is talking, filling the blanks with coffins. Fill up the banks with dollars. Fill up the graves with fathers. Fill up the babies with bullshit. Internet blogs and pulpit. Filling with gossip. I feel like there's gotta be the feeling where Pac was. The feeling of an apocalypse happening, but nothing is awkward. The feeling won't the feeling is toxic, I feel like I'm boxing Demons, monsters, false prophets, scheming Sponsors, industry promises, niggas, bitches Honkies, crackers, Compton, church Religion, token, blacks in bondage Lawsuit visits, subpoena, served in concert So whatever feeling you're going through now I hope it's mostly joy and pride If not, that's okay We're allowed to feel sad We're allowed to go through moments Heal from them, and come back stronger With a new perspective on how to avoid these negative Thoughts, and these feelings so that we can move forward in a healthy manner. Life ain't always rainbows and butterflies. Feelings come and go, but they'll always serve their purpose. I feel like the whole world want me to pray for them, but who the fuck praying for me? Ain't nobody praying for me. Fear, the scariest word in the dictionary. We're scared to talk about our fears. Isn't that irony? Perhaps because saying them out loud makes them more real and there's nothing scarier than feeling uncomfortably vulnerable. Fear is one of the first feelings we ever feel and will likely be one of the last we'll ever feel as well. We've known fear since we were babies, just trying to process living. 
we understood security, but we're scared of our surroundings. It would feel fear at the sight of our parents or guardians not being in the same room or within sight when we wanted them to be. I think subconsciously we feel fear every day and it's what stops us from doing that thing that we've been holding off on doing. Even if you haven't been thinking about it, the reason you're not doing it is because there's a sense of fear that's preventing you from it. Maybe it's the fear of being rejected by that boy or girl or by your boss or parents. Maybe it's a fear of loss and that's stopping you from saying what you need to say or keeping you from taking chances. Maybe you fear failure or making your loved ones proud of you and it's become so overwhelming for you that you don't know what to do next. Maybe your fear is in your insecurities and how you feel the world perceives you. Maybe your fear is that you don't deem yourself lovable and that you fear being alone. Maybe you're just scared of clowns. And perhaps you're like me and know the effects that loss can have on you and you fear ever being back in that state of sorrow ever again. Fear is a constant figure in all of our lives and it comes in various forms. But nothing worth doing has ever come without a little bit of fear behind it. Living fearless is a nice concept, sure. But is it actually possible? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. When I was 27, I grew accustomed to more fear. Accumulated 10 times over throughout the years. My newfound life made all of me magnified. How many accolades do I need to block denial? Fear leads us to places that we've deemed unreachable in our own heads. And when you overcome these fears, you feel a sense of fulfillment and accomplishment unrivaled by any other feeling. See, this podcast is all about fear and how we tackle our own. I feared putting this show out at all. And I feared being vulnerable to an entire audience of people. I still fear that to this day. I often fear what's next and if I'll ever reach the goals I've set out for myself. I also fear letting people down and doing things that hurt those that I care and love. I fear not having the sense of control over my actions and the relationships I hope to keep close to me. I fear loss and I fear failing to keep something together I've worked so hard to keep. Fear is everywhere, but it's also the ultimate motivator. Kendrick ties several of the previously discussed feelings back into fear and strategically lists fear as a 12th track on the album, played after the previous six. I'm talking fear, fear losing creativity, I'm talking fear, fear missing out on you and me, I'm talking fear, fear losing loyalty for pride, cause my DNA won't let me involve in the light of God, I'm talking fear, fear that my humbleness is gone, I'm talking fear. Fear that love ain't living here no more, I'm talking fear. Fear that is wickedness or weakness. Fear, whatever it is, both is distinctive. Fear, what happens on earth stays on earth and I can't take these feelings with me. So hopefully they disperse within 14 tracks, carried out over wax, searching for resolutions until somebody get back. Fear, what happens on earth stays on earth And I can't take these feelings with me So hopefully they disperse Within 14 tracks Carried out over wax Wondering if I'm living through fear Or living through rap Down Love and lust Down All of us Give me a run for my money Love The most important four-letter word in the dictionary a word that transcends across all cultures, races, and languages. Love is a worldwide accepted concept. Talked about it just about 90% of songs in the history of music. Correlated with artists like The Beatles with All You Need Is Love. Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Taylor Swift, Love Story. Queen, Somebody to Love. Stevie Wonder, I Just Called to Say I Love You. Elton John, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Kendrick Lamar, Love. It's our biggest driving factor and also our biggest fear. Everyone just wants to be loved for who they are. We want to love and feel the security of someone loving us back. We want to love others, but we also want to love ourselves, love our passions, our careers, and all the little things that make us unique. Without love, what else do we have? It's not a coincidence that most of the greatest works, whether music, film, or literature, come from a passion derived by love. Whether it be present love or love turned into heartbreak, 
that four letter word drives it all. Love does not mean being in love. And I think that drives people off of the word. It makes them hesitant to say it to others. But what's the point in caring and feeling for someone if you're never going to tell them what they mean to you? Not to get all 60s hippie, but love can really be the answer to many of our greatest issues. We're so clouded by negativity and hate that we forget to take the time to look at how far the love we share with others has brought us. Will love always be perfect? Hell no. You'll have your ups and downs and things won't always be at its best. But if the feeling is genuine and you know that there's a real foundation of love, you will arrive back where you need to be in due time. Who do I love? I love my family. I love my friends. I love my mentor. I love my cat. I love myself. And ironically, I think that for many of us, the hardest person to find the time to love out of any of the obvious contenders is ourselves. We're our own biggest critics and we heighten our flaws and demand better of ourselves. So much so that we don't handle ourselves with grace and forget that we're human and we always have room to grow. Just like all those people we've chosen to love along the way, despite their flaws and moments of bad judgment. See, people think that saying that you love yourself too often goes beyond just pride. They think that someone is full of themselves and that they need to sit down and be humble. But perhaps it's the insecurity and fear that they're not able to see themselves in the same light that clouds their judgment. Maybe their lust for life isn't as strong as yours and although you found it within yourselves to be loyal to others, they've forgotten to be loyal to themselves. You'll never know the heights of feel until you take the time to know yourself and love who you are. So before you correlate the word love with other people and your passions, make sure the correlation starts with you. So whether we don't really speak to one another, whether we speak every day, or whether we're going through a rough patch and taking time for ourselves, just know that I love y'all. And I could talk about love for 15 episodes, and I'm sure that we will because it's one of the driving factors and forces of what life in late 20s and early 30s, and honestly, all facets of life is really about. And the reason why I kept love as the last concept is because it drives us all. It's the central factor in everything that we do. Fear and love are intertwined forever. They go hand in hand. We love out of fear. We fear out of love. So just because you're afraid to take that next step, take that leap of faith, because you know the downside of it. It doesn't mean that you should cap yourself and cap your potential to love someone else. So clearly I'm fanboying and I can't wait for this album to come out. Uh, by the time this releases, they'll have a day before the album comes out. And uh, between that and Bad Bunny, and I'm a big Harry Styles fan too, that album comes out next week. I got everything I could ask for. I got uh, just every emotion. I got the think piece. I got the summer vibes. And I'm sure Harry will you know, do his thing too. It's going to be a great, great summer for music. And I'm so, so, so excited uh, for all of this. It's just great timing. But anyway, thank you guys for allowing me to indulge in my uh, appreciation for one Kendrick Lamar and for the concepts and music that he's able to put out into this universe. That man is one of a kind. And if you're not a fan, it's okay. Uh, I'll never force an artist upon you all, but the least you could do is appreciate what the man brings to the table. 
But whatever you're listening to, whatever vibe you're in, whatever artist, album, songs you're into right now, isn't it funny how songs can elicit different emotional responses depending on settings or mood? You can hear a song early in the day, not care for it, but if it hits at that right time at night when you're driving by yourself and those lyrics start to hit, it can have a completely different feeling than it did that first time you heard it. It's a wild concept, honestly, and it shows how powerful our mind is. I just had a conversation with my friend at the recording of this podcast about the meanings of songs, and she was asking me about one of the songs on the Bad Bunny album, Ojitos Lindos, and she was asking me if I thought that this song was about uh, Bad Bunny, one of his previous girls, or if this was about a new girl that he just found, or somebody that he's with at the moment. And basically her take on it was that he was singing about a new love interest, that he was on a path okay by himself and then he just found someone and now he's in this kind of happy state with that person. And then her friend thought that it was about an ex and about missing the conversations, the relationship they had. And I told her like, listen, that's the beauty of music that... A song could have one particular meaning to whoever wrote it, whoever produced it. But to us, it's up for interpretation. So I hope that you guys find that music, that sound that really brings those right emotions out of you uh, this summer. And whether those are those feely feel songs or the happy vibes, just make sure you're connecting with something. So once again, thank you guys for listening, tuning into the show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you discovered some new music or were, were able to perceive certain songs you may have already known in a different light. Next week, I believe I will be back with a guest, a second interview, continuing uh, one of the main things that I want to do with this show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. As always, thank you guys for the continued support and for talking to me about this. I feel super awkward ever bringing up this podcast stuff uh, to anyone. I just don't really like to just talk about it. It's weird. I know I should be promoting it more, but I, thankfully I have like really dope ass friends who uh, at any given moment will bring this up to other people. And then we get into a conversation about it. And then people that I just met will start listening to it. And that's pretty awesome too. Uh, so Maybe I'll get a little more uh, confident going forward with just like bringing this up in conversation, but I just don't want to get, I don't want to dive too much into it. I don't want to just toot my own horn about it, but thank you all for the support continually. As always, I wish you guys nothing but the best. I hope you have the greatest day, the greatest tomorrow and the greatest rest of the week and rest of life and everything, man. Just positive vibes everywhere. It's going to be a great summer. Uh, I hope you're all doing well um, and working on yourselves every single day. So um, leave you as always with one more song i know we played a lot of kendrick a little bit of bunny in the beginning uh this next song has nothing to do with anything that we discussed in the episode or whatever but this past weekend i went to one of the dopest dopest concerts i've ever been to in my life by a band called a uh, karambin uh just i have no words man I, barely any lyrics mostly instrumentals they played classic hip-hop tunes on guitar bass and drum some of their own funky shit it was just such a great time a, a room full of great energy people dancing and enjoying themselves and having a good time so sticking to that same theme and hoping that you guys lead into this weekend with a great and positive mindset and with you know that funky vibe to you now i'm leaving you with one of my favorite songs that they also played this past weekend people everywhere by Karambin. As always, it's been a pleasure. I love y'all. I'll see you soon. Peace out.